Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Troy might be one of the most underrated group of five programs this season. And one of their best players that people need to be talking about more is Will Cholo, their six foot, 290 pound defensive tackle. For this week's NFL Draft Prospect Spotlight Interview Edition, Ryan Roberts spoke with Cholo about his career so far and maybe a possibility of playing at the next level. Before we get to today's interview, I need to tell you about our show's sponsors. First being Bet Online. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this year. Get all of the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor pool. Open now at BetOnline. Head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Take advantage of their opening day super promo, meaning make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, the season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Also, exciting news, Believe is partnering with Play Action Pools this season to bring some interactive fun to the sport that we love most. You'll be able to get in on the action with our PlayActionPools.com Football Pick'em Challenge, which is open to everyone. Sign up for our contest, Believe Football Pick'em, at PlayActionPools.com, and then get your picks in each week. We're going to select the 10 highest profile games of the week between the NFL and college football. Whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to PlayActionPools.com and sign up for the contest, Believe, B-L-E-A-V, Football Pick'em. And if you plan on hosting your own football contest, go to PlayActionPools.com today. They've got Survivor, Pick'em, as well as a cool sportsbook-style concept called Build Your Bankroll. PlayActionPools.com, your new home for all of your office sports pools. Welcome to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast. It's an interview edition. It is a Thursday, so you know that we're bringing you an inside look into some of the outstanding football players across all of college football on any level. I have here with me a young man who... I was watching their star linebacker, Carlton Marshall, uh, for the for Troy University, and number five just kept popping up to me. And I, you know, I have an old-fashioned legal pad where I'm just writing down five, 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 five. So I needed to do my research, find out about Will Cholo, who is actually joining me today. Number five, if you have ch- checked out Troy University, star defensive tackle, it's been an all Sun Belt selection over the last couple of years. 
Will, appreciate you joining the show today, man. How's everything been going? Yes, sir. Everything's been going good. Just been working out, running, just trying to get right for the season, sir. Absolutely, man. And I know you've been a guy that's obviously has been a regular in the starting lineup now for the last few years. Like I've said, you've been in all Sunbelt selection over the last couple. I want to start you out, though, Will, if I can. I know originally you're a Georgia guy, Archer High School. I looked into just a little bit of the recruiting background and everything. I kind of just want to hear your perspective recruiting and why ultimately you ended up at Troy. Oh, yeah. I went to the best high school program in all the nation, in my opinion. And throughout throughout my time there, I've gotten to talk to a bunch of schools. Throughout my recruiting, I, majority of the schools I got were mid-majors. I got a majority of all the group of fives. I got a handful of power fives. But Troy, it's just always been home from the beginning. Like, a lot of the coaches that are here now weren't here, weren't the coaches that recruited me. I was recruited by Coach Leslie, who's actually the DC the DC at West Virginia now, mm-hmm. but he always, he was always at my school, always talking about how great I could be here. He even brought uh, a Troy great Steve McClendon from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to my school to come talk to me. So I just knew it was family from, from the beginning. And especially when I got down here in Troy, Alabama, I could feel it. It's truly Southern hospitality. It's truly love everywhere you go from the coaches to the fans, to just the random people walking around the city. It's just love, man. Anybody that's ever came down to Troy, Alabama, they could tell you. Yeah, and I know you just mentioned McClendon, but I mean, I don't think people quite understand the tradition that Troy has on the defensive line, talking about DeMarcus Ware and OCU Manure and all those greats, man. What's it like for you to just know that you are a part of potentially the next wave of great Troy defender, defensive linemen heading to the NFL? Yes, sir. Uh, we have a great tradition out here. We O's, like you said, O.C., DeMarcus, Steve, even my uh, D-line coach, Coach Davron Williams, he played in the – he had his brief stink in the league. And just, like, a couple years ago, we had a two D-linemen, Marcus Webb and Trayvon Sanders, get a shot into the NFL. So I have a great group of guys around me, guys I can ask questions to. But at the same time, though, they keep me focused, though. My ultimate goal right now is to win the Sun Belt and – restore Troy to how it's been before, especially when I got here and before I got here. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been obviously a proud tradition. I kind of want to talk to you real quick, Will, about, you know, going back to last spring, going into the fall, obviously with the COVID-19 pandemic, I mean, we're talking about, you know, division three, division two, FCS teams didn't even play all fall for the most part, right? We're talking about a lot of uh, conferences that, you know, originally just said, we're not going to play this year. And then they come back late and, some conferences were dealing with cancellations and rescheduling games and all the craziness for you and the Troy program specifically. How do you feel like you guys were best able to navigate all the negativity this past offseason? Uh, first, I just wanted to just say thank you to our athletic dire- director, uh, Brett Jones, and uh, my co- head coach, Chip Lindsay, and the rest of the people from the Sun Belt. Like, they had a vision. They stuck with it. There was a bunch of people trying to knock them off course, but we knew that this season that, I mean, this past season that we could play football safely and yeah. for the most part able to do it. So a lot of, a lot of uh, players didn't get the chance last year. So I just want to, I'm very grateful that the Sunbelt uh, gave us the opportunity to play. Mm-hmm. And how are things now? Will? I know it's, it's probably, it's refreshing. I'm sure to be back a little bit to more normalcy. I mean, here in New Jersey, where 
you know, you can go into a store now without a mask on, which is fantastic. How has it been just kind of getting back to a more normalized schedule and be back with the team, have spring ball and get ready for the summer? Oh, yeah, it's because I'm I'm from the Atlanta area, too. And plus I'm back and forth from Troy. So I was just home. So I've gotten experience both sides of it. And uh, Georgia and Alabama, they're both pretty much open. You can go anywhere Perfect. with without a mask. You could you could do just about anything. So that's just we just thank you for our healthcare workers and everybody just helped us get to this point. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of thank yous in that regard. It's been a long year and a half here, but finally getting back to a little bit of normalcy. I know you're excited, Will, and you're a guy that, again, has played for three years, has been highly, highly productive, for the, especially the last two, being an all-sunbelt all uh, all performer. How has your uh, – maybe I'll take it from this angle. I know you've been very successful. For you, though, how has you – what do you feel like has been your biggest development as a football player over the last couple of years since you got on campus? Okay. The number one thing that's helped me adapt, it would probably be uh, understanding plays and my technique. Like, there's there's so many keys out there that running backs, O-linemen, uh, even some receivers that are in the box that give you that give you these different types of keys. And over the last, especially these last two years, Coach Davin Williams has been helping me just lock in on, like, the little things from six-inch step to – make this step shorter to rip my shoulder and slant to take this guy on one-on-one. So it's just, it's just, it's been a whole lot of work. I'm not, I'm going to be real with you. It's been a lot of work, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it no other way. Mm -hmm. And I know some people are going to kind of, you know, they're going to Google you or they're going to put on the film and they're going to see that number five is a little bit of a smaller defensive lineman. And they're going to have assumptions that you are this great athlete, which you are. You're a very good athlete at the interior. But one thing that really popped out to me, and I did my research, I found out that you have a wrestling background for me. I thought you had great hands. I thought you understood the leverage battle. Like your hand placement was phenomenal. Get inside the chest plate. Like you do all these great things for you. If you could just quantify yourself as a football player, what do you feel like are a couple of your biggest strengths? My biggest strengths, I say my uh, my short area quickness. Like I feel like that's really a lot of people don't notice it until I'm right in front of them. Like I'm a big dude. Like especially now, I put on 10, 15 pounds for the season. So, and I'm still able to keep my my quickness in place, my power. Like uh, I'm a six one guy. So a lot of people just a lot of people just don't know what I'm going to do. Like sometimes I'm gonna hit them with the power. Sometimes I'm gonna hit them with the finesse. So it's just good to always have both of them to keep them guessing. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to ask about that weight gain because I think I had looked at the 2020 roster, 2019 roster, and you were listed at 280. And then, like you said, uh, listed at 299 now on the roster. Is that like the optimal weight? Is there an optimal weight for you? And what was the biggest reason maybe for the weight gain? Um, I'm, I'm probably this season, I'm probably going to play around 290, 295. Okay. But, but the gaining weight, that's, that's been a huge, uh, it's been a huge thing. Especially I'm in the trenches. I'm taking on double teams. It's, it's good to have uh, leverage and technique, but if you have that size behind you too, it makes it a whole lot easier. So especially this spring, I've been experimenting with that, with the extra pounds, the extra weight, and it's been great. It's been it's been a great feeling to just to, to be a big boy, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. And I'm kind of curious, well, because I always ask everybody this question because I think it's a fun one, and I think that it kind of tells – 
a little bit of the story about how people kind of look at themselves as players because they usually they model themselves after players that might be similar sizes or similar stylistically for you who are some players it could be past present some NFL guys that maybe you model your game after a little bit uh, okay first of all my my favorite player I'm gonna have to say the goat Aaron Donald I watched this film I watch this film almost every day just a just a great great technician that I would love to model my game after. And also, I, I love watching Grady Jarrett's film from the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a Georgia boy, too. So it's, it's just great watching him. And last but not least, like in the past, uh, my D-line coach in high school, Coach Shells, really got me looking at John Randall. He used to play for the Vikings. And he's just he always says my motor, my size always reminds me of him. I love that one, man. And John Randall was a wild man, dude. He has some <laughs> insanity to him, which I absolutely love. And I knew I knew the Aaron Donald one was coming because what defensive lineman doesn't look up to Aaron Donald right now? Like he's the best yes, in the world. Dude. Maybe the best to ever do it when all is said and done. So Definitely. love those picks. And now kind of looking forward for you, my friend. Now, you've already been one of the best defensive linemen in the Sun Belt. I think you're one of the best linemen already in the nation, in my opinion. I've been very impressed, obviously, with you. But for you to kind of put the exclamation point on that fact and then be considered one of the best defensive linemen in the entire country, what's the next step for you? Honestly, I don't think it's the next step for me. I think it's a, it's a next step for our team. Uh, if we want to get on that national level, we want, to, want everybody watching our games, want all types of eyes on us, we're going to have to win. Like this, these last two years, we've fell short in so many games. But this year, I just we got a special feeling that Troy. We truly believe it's our time. And once that that uh, more people see Troy on a bigger stage, on the national stage, they're gonna say, "Wow, they got some guys." Not just me; they got a whole bunch of guys on the offense, offensive side, defensive side, and of course, special teams. And I would love to hear, Will, if you could give us a couple of guys. Who are some guys that maybe might not be huge names yet from the you know national perspective or maybe even from the Selmo perspective? Who are some guys this year that for Troy to be that – to hit that level are guys that you guys are depending upon? Okay, definitely. You already know the man in the middle, Carlton Marshall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> great player. Uh, he has some nice guys around him too. Jaden McDonald, he's a Gwinnett County boy like me. Uh, KJ. And I definitely feel that uh, our secondary has definitely gotten improved. We got some vets coming back. TJ Harris is coming back. We added one of my my Georgia boys uh, from my high school, Tyon Palmer. Uh, and last but not least, I definitely think that our our bandits are going to take the next step. I don't know who is going to be Richard or Vaughn or another guy, but we have some dogs on on the uh, on that side of the ball. I love it, man. I love it. And well, I feel like sometimes the Sun Belt's a little disrespected, to be honest. And I think the Sun Belt plays great football. Can you just talk to me a little bit about the quality of football in the Sun Belt and playing that type of schedule week in, week out? The Sun Belt is where it's at, especially on our side of the uh, bracket. We have teams that you're gonna have to bring your A game every single time. And plus, like we We've played uh, bigger schools. I've from from when I first got here, I've played Nebraska's, I played the Boise's, I played Missouri's, all types of schools. So I know we stack up very nice, and I just I just can't wait to, to for the Sun Belt to start getting the national the national recognition it deserves. Because in my opinion, it's it's an upper echelon conference. Oh, I agree completely. And kind of the last question I have for you, Will, is. 
obviously I'm a guy and I, I know you don't want to look forward too much because you have your, your final season coming up, but I'm a guy that thinks that you are going to have the ability to play on the NFL level, to be a professional football player. Can you just talk to me a little bit about when that became a dream for you to be a professional football player and what type of blessing it would be just knowing, you know, in just less than a year from now, you could potentially be a professional football player. Oh, it would, it would truly be a blessing. Uh, a lot of people don't even know this. Uh, I was born in Liberia, majority of my family. So I've came, I came to the United States when I was very, very young, like probably five or six years old. So at first I wasn't even playing football. I was just an average guy. And my mom, I always begged my mom because I had so many neighbors that played football. I always begged them to beg her to play. And from just from being a GFO running back, <laughs> believe it or not, the uh, a college, a dominant college player, it, it wouldn't mean a lot. I feel like my my skills translate, mm-hmm. and just being able to just provide for my family, provide for my mom, make her dreams come true, make my dreams come true. That would just be everything I ever wanted. I love it, man. So here again, listeners, you need to check out Troy University this year. Check out number five on the middle of their defense. Will, appreciate you again, man, taking some time here today. This was fantastic. Just get a little background on you, man. I really appreciate the time. Yes, sir. You have a great day. I appreciate it. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.